Welcome to Cultivating Authentic Universal Energy, exploring energy through mediumship, psychic abilities, Reiki, crystals, and more. This podcast is created based on the concept that everything is energy, everything and everyone are connected. Your hosts are Lisa Milleraces and Michelle Belcastro. Lisa has written about her psychic medium awakening and is comfortable with many facets of energy. Lisa believes energy work is very exciting and should be embraced in a safe way. Michelle grew up as a sensitive, intuitive, and now creates a safe space for community to gather and develop their spiritual talents. Their two unique perspectives are joined to assist listeners of all levels to broaden their understanding. This will be a series of podcasts that will enhance and fine-tune our energetic connections. Hello, Michelle. Hey, Lisa. It's been a while. It's been a while since we did a recording, for sure. Yep. So a lot has happened in like the five or six weeks since we've actually sat down and recorded our podcast together. This is true. Um, I became a, a grandmother again. Yay. My daughter had twins, and it's very exciting and happy for our family. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Um, but in our conversations, um, you had to switch up your typical routine that I poke at you about yes. all the time. <laughs> it is so funny, yes. You always poke, about, poke at me because I love to, you know, now that I'm... Uh, don't have my children at home or grandchildren at home, I can have a daily practice where I take my salt bath and I go meditate and I pull my angel cards and I just love that practice every morning and sit with my cat. And you do poke at me at that for that. (laughs) But when I went to go help my daughter with these little babies, there was no time to do any of that. And I had to regain my balance in some way that we've all learned about but really rarely do in my in my case and that is to stay present and to just breathe stay present focus on love and the love I had around myself for these children and this family and not pay attention to the drama of people being stressed out and babies crying Mm, (laughs) so we we've talked in the past about like all of the different tools that we have in our toolbox Mm -hmm. right we learn new things we practice it for a while we put it away in the toolbox and you know hopefully at some point in the future to pull that tool back out which is exactly what you were able to do right now we hear about this practice all the time whether it be in Ho'oponopono by going to zero, Eckhart Tolle talks about the now, you know, in yoga practice you talk about going to that that space, and even in karate they have that chi that they, they talk about and mm-hmm. when they go mukyak to meditate and things like that. So it's in every practice, but do we remember to do it? And then in our conversation you said this is something that you need to do on a regular basis. So we kind of did a, a flip. We, we have, we have. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of cool. It's very cool. <clears throat> so, um, you know, there are some things that I do do on a regular basis. I, I do have rituals. And, like, yours are typically in the morning. Mine tend to be more towards the end of the evening um, where I'm taking my bath, cleansing my, my body and my energy and all that. And when I get in bed, that's when I tend to have my conversations with my guides and angels and 
um, the universe. You know, I, I'm constantly sending up prayers before I go to sleep. That's awesome. But I, I think that people just need to know that they can do what's available to them at the time mm-hmm. and what works for them is perfect. It, exactly. Exactly. So where you would normally be having this nice calm morning, doing your things, all of a sudden you find yourself like upside down and inside out <laughs> with babies crying. And we all know how stressful it is when babies cry. Just the distress of it. The very first day that they came home, and I think that uh, newborn babies, they pee and poop more that first first week. I think I think we went through 30 diapers in one day. Oh, goodness. Because <laughs> there's two of them. But then it's kind of tapered off a bit. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So that's like their digestive system, like, just kicking in, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But little balls of light, and these little energies will um, make their own way. You know, just if you think about that for a second, you know, the newborn energies as they come into the world. Now here we're speaking about our practice Mm -hmm. and these babies, they're just getting used to their environment again. Absolutely. Can you imagine how shocking that is? I can't. To to go from mommy's warm body and her soothing voice and all of her routines to, um, it is light and loud and I'm not automatically fed and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and if you could take it a step further into different belief systems that, you know, we choose our parents, we choose our entrance date, our exit date, all of that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's now coming into the university of soul growth. Absolutely. So here you and I are talking about how to maintain our balance in our in our our current years or you know people can do this at any time so hopefully the younger generation is doing it when they're in their youth as opposed to waiting until they're in their late teens or early 20s to start you know to maintain balance and I I believe that my grandchildren will So I was going to ask you does your daughter have or her husband did do they have any kind of spiritual practices of their own? Uh, not a hundred percent sure that we would label them spiritual practices, okay. but everybody, I believe everybody has their routine. Like there's times when I've had different family members tell me that I don't meditate, but when I go use my treadmill, I'm relaxing and quieting my mind. Okay. And I'm like, that works. Absolutely. And Wh- I, I swear, I swear when I see men fishing or women fishing, you know, they're sitting down, relaxing, drinking their beer. They're not thinking of them. They're meditating. Right. <laughs> or at the very least, they're very, very, very present. Present, exactly. And that's what we're talking about, just yep. staying present. And I think what also helped me in my situation was focusing on love because the higher vibrational scale you are as you're staying present, the more you're going to attract that. So one of the things that I see here in the shop with little ones... Um, that come in with their parents, the, the little kids that are attracted to crystals, they're super intuitive. And I know that grandma here is probably going to feed that a bit, right? Oh, the best I can. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, best I can, yeah. And I, I believe that my kids, you know, either by osmosis or other means, they have this as well. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, aside from recognizing that you needed to stay present and not attach to some of the unintentional drama of, you know, having new babies in the house. Did you find any other changes, positive changes in your routine when you were away? 
I think just the fact that I was consciously staying present and observing myself and observing my emotions was huge. So that was a huge um, awakening for me, you know, because it's something that I've talked about and, you know, I've mentioned and I'm, I'm in my 60s and all my life, but it's one thing to talk about it and one thing to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I have felt over the years many times where the universe has kind of allowed me to put myself in a position where I'm taught lessons like that. Mm-hmm. Um And we've talked about this many times, uh, learning through the whole um, contrast aspect of things. And I, unfortunately, excel at that. (laughs) Um, But I, I think that's the way the universe helps us learn. Because we do have a tendency to be in particular routines and rhythms that sometimes we need to shake them up. Right. And the universe helps us with that. So here you have change, had to change things up. And in the last month or so, I've put myself in a position, a couple of positions, of leaning more towards the quieting, the meditation, um, the like really listening in for the inspiration. Um, one time it was so unintentional but what I got out of it was an entire like written class on the beauty of sensitivity Mm -hmm. which was like mind-boggling that I was able to in like an hour's time write a class and have all of the material I needed the scientific research material to support the sensitivity aspect of people right and as an empath that's huge for you Absolutely. (laughs) That's huge. And um, were you able to share that with others? I have not yet. I was, the intent with this was to go to a retreat that was supposed to be happening out in Apollo Beach. And it got postponed until November. So the plan is to present that at a workshop there. But I also will be putting dates on our calendar here at the Violet Butterfly to share that with so many of our sensitive customers. There's a reason for everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then, like, the other thing that's happened lately is I have hosted here at the Violet Butterfly a lot of different classes. You know, we've had mediumship development circles. We have our psychic playground. We do Reiki. We do all these things. And if I'm not teaching, a lot of times I will excuse myself from these activities And lately, I have felt really called to work in a group setting on some of my own abilities. Well, that's something I could have told you when you opened the shop. I know. And I think I did. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, But this is bound to happen. You're going to metamorphose into this. Yes. Yes, because you, you have to own your shit. You have to own your shit and know that you have ability and let it flow. I know, I know. And and really, I wasn't purposely, like, blocking it or fighting it. I think this has been, like... Evolution. It, yeah, truly. I mean, the, the shop has been open now for three and a half years. Um, it's, it's taken a lot for me as a person to get here, as well as the, the business. Well, and... and <laughs> As an observer, I mean, I 
partake in, in your, some of your, your events that are here at the Violet Butterfly. And I do love it. And, and we have built a nice relationship and a friendship and everything along this journey. I do feel as though there may have been some kind of past life connection here. As you have opened up the store, I have seen you do this over and over and over again. Maybe some practitioners will leave and you consciously think, well, universe, bring me someone else into this. And then immediately, like within a day, another person walks in the door looking to be a reader or someone that's just a perfect match for you at that particular time. Now, don't forget, people are going to come and go because the store is also evolving. Nothing stays the same. So Mm -hmm. as you evolve, and now you're evolving into the practitioner. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be more of that. Yep. Hope I'm around <laughs> to see it. I love it. <laughs> you better be around. <laughs> yeah, so um, we're all evolving. Mm-hmm. All evolving. Yeah, and it, it, that's very true because as I was in the situation where I couldn't do my normal practice and learning to do what was natural of staying present, um, I began getting gifts of my own where a song would pop into my head. Um, I'm not going to sing it, but it's <laughs> I Love You, A Bushel, and A Peck from like Doris Day or something like that. And it was something my grandmother used to sing to me. So I know it was a visit from them because I used to feel that love and like the lyrics and everything were coming to me, which I haven't thought of in I can't even tell you how many years but the feeling and the love that came over me was, yes, that their loved ones were with me as I was holding these little babies. Aww. Is that a song that you sang to your kids? You know, it may have been, but I, I don't remember. Um, I used to make up all kinds of jingles if I, didn't, <laughs> if I didn't know them myself, but I do remember my grandmother singing that to me. Cool. Wow. How everything is interwoven. It is, yeah. It's pretty cool. And then, you know, when you're exhausted and you're sleep-deprived, I think it's the best time to be intuitive. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Because you have, like, no defenses. There's nothing up there yet. (laughs) I I find that um, those are the times when, for better or worse, um, I will be, like, educated by some of my guides. Um, I get a lot of messages when I'm tired and... Yeah, sleep deprived is beyond tired, but where you're not safe to walk around or even drive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and on another subject, there's been different times where I have been so busy and it's right before an event where I have to channel to a group of people and part of my head is going, how the heck am I going to do this? Because I'm dealing with this person's drama and that person's drama and trying to detach from all of that and stay present and all of that beforehand. And because it's so crazy busy, I get out of my head, and they're usually the best workshops. <laughs> yeah. Because you have to detach. Yep. You have no choice. Hmm. Speaking and, of which, do you have any workshops coming up? I do. Um, I, I have a one on Zoom, um, which is April 23rd, which is channeling, and that's open to whoever wants to join. And then I have one at a yoga village in Clearwater, that is on April 1st. Is that a channeling? That's channeling as well, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So you have one coming up that's in person and one that's on Zoom. Yes. Awesome. And I'm sure we'll book one here sooner or later. Yeah. So, Lisa, I think where our conversation has sort of come to is that 
meditation is just a term that we use and that it's all about quieting your mind and not being attached to what is in the past or what might be in the future. So, okay, you went away, you had your family, the babies, and you simply came to the conclusion that you needed to be very present. Yes, not attached to anything that was going on around me. But you were so aware that you were aware of the emotions as they bubbled up. So, like, of course, in a situation like that, everyone's tired, everyone's crabby, as in adults, and um, your other granddaughter probably was maybe having a little bit of an adjustment issue. With Absolutely, two yes. Yeah. So everybody's a little bit edgy. It allowed you to be present, and when the edginess was coming up in you, you could notice it before and you reacted to it. Absolutely, and then focus on the love that I have for everybody and allow myself to be of service instead of an adjutant. Yeah, and just recognizing that for them, it's a huge shift. It's adjustment for everybody, yes. Yeah. So I think that we can relate to that with our everyday lives. Mm -hmm. things that go on, whether they be something you're watching on TV, something you have in your own circle. And just to know that we always have the availability to stay present. Absolutely. So earlier you mentioned, you know, watching people fish. Yes. Right? So whether you call that staying present or kind of like in a meditative state, they're normally just sitting there not worrying. They're casting their line, they're waiting to feel that tug, they're waiting for that responsiveness, and if their mind is too busy, they're going to miss the subtle cues of what the fish is doing on the end of that line. Hmm. So there's many different ways to stay present. Absolutely. I mean, you can even, and I've said this before, and people kind of roll their eyes because it's not like a favorite thing to do, but you can literally do a moving meditation when you're washing your dishes. Focus on breath. Yeah, you're breathing, you're feeling, you know, what are the sensations that are coming from your hands? You've got the pressure of the plate, you've got the warm water, you feel the soap, you, you know, feel hopefully the lack of grease. <laughs> <laughs> but all of these things where you're not being, your brain's not tied up with the past or the future. Yes, and there's walking meditations and the same idea and the same premise in mind where you just focus on that step. Yep. I mean, just not thinking of the past or the future and staying totally present. Yeah. Um, and it's available and it works. Absolutely. So all of that to say, we, we always have tools. Mm -hmm. Even when we're outside of our comfort zone, when we're not at home, we have tools that we can reach into our toolbox. Sometimes we just have to be creative and open-minded. And remember to use them. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key. Just remember. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing with us, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you about your experiences. Leave us a comment below. You can find more information about Lisa and her offerings on her website, the number two communicate.net. Michelle's shop is the Violet Butterfly Metaphysical Healing Center in Palm Harbor, Florida. You can find more information at theviolet-butterfly-mhc.com, including the online store. <laughs>